What's up, guys? Welcome back to the What's the Issue podcast. This is going to be episode 14. I have my co-host here. Yeah, Young Truth. And today we're going to be talking about the Gillette commercial. So um, I'm going to let John give you guys a little bit of backstory to the Gillette commercial. It's a really interesting <clears throat> social commercial they had. Yeah, so basically Gillette came out with this commercial that targeted the toxic masculinity that goes on within our society and the things that they showed range from either you know a little boy crying to his mom for being called the sissy uh you know or freak uh you feel me i guess just for being soft or not being this carbon copy image of what a young boy is supposed to be to you know boys fighting and a whole bunch of dads at uh at a cookout just saying yeah boys boys will be boys or you know this 70s sitcom ish sort of set of a guy trying to grab a girl's ass and you know everybody just laughing at it you know um, applauding it you feel me just it showed a it showed a few signs of just toxic masculinity um that just you know just goes on and for some strange reason a lot of people seen the commercial and got upset a lot of people being men obviously um just getting upset at it just you know not believing to themselves that this is what it is or just i guess being mad that this is the reality and you know if the shoe fits then you must wear it um maybe some of these people fell into that sort of toxic masculinity kind of role i mean you know most likely it did but even if you look like if you go on YouTube right now and you look at the video, whatever Gillette ad the best a man can get. If you search that up, you look at the likes and dislikes, there's a whole bunch more likes. I mean, a whole bunch more dislikes than likes. You hash you look up the hashtag on Twitter and you'll see a whole bunch of people just, you know, saying a whole bunch of things that goes on within this commercial that they just don't like that they feel like Gillette got wrong they you know you'll see a whole bunch of people similar to the Nike ad that went on with Colin Kaepernick throwing out their products just throwing out their Gillette products switching I guess you know shaving products just all of these all of these very over-the-top things only because uh a shaving ad came out with something positive to change the script like many men who's been a victim of um let's say the me too movement you feel me uh like terry cruz you know just uh, you know terry cruz just just name a few but you know it it's it really baffles me as to what is there to really get upset about you know but clearly this is something that we must dwell into so i'm gonna boomerang it back to my co-host zay Okay, so I watched it. Um, I watched it twice, and I liked the commercial. I'll put that. I'll put that out right now. And the question they asked was, "Is this the best? Is this the best that man can be?" Is that how they worded it, or did they word it another way? Well, basically, yeah. They worded it, "Is this the best a man can be?" And I like that because, like John said, it showed scenes of. A boy being called sissy, freak, uh, kids fighting amongst their fathers, um, a guy grabbing a girl's, a guy grabbing a girl's ass and it being laughed at, it taken as a joke. 
Gillette brought up all these things, sexual harassment, masculinity, um, violence, between violence, boys and how all and these or, things, or men, yeah, yeah, between boys and men and all these things that are just that we accept that we accept in this day. But believe it or not, these things are becoming outdated, you know, starting starting from the root of it all. What is masculinity? That is <laughs> that is a very um, good question, actually. You know, what what exactly is masculinity? The definition may differ from man to man, uh, but I, I'd say uh, masculinity just is. Hmm. <laughs> it, it, it is. It is a very interesting it's an interesting question. question. Um. I think I think you, okay. You so want time to like gather it. Uh, nah, nah, it's fine. So what I feel like masculinity is, it's like the thoughts, the awareness, the um, just the attributes that is the attributes that are, I guess, characterizes like a male. You know, like just the things that are attributed towards 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 men. So I guess you like you can throw in toughness, you can throw in ruggedness. I think, um, you know, uh, like just things that are usually associated with males. I'd say, you know. Okay, that's fair. Um, just giving it like just a rough definition. I'm a I'm a I'm a. Well, my answer, I'm going to break into two. I'm going to make it as... I'm going to split them as what is masculinity and then what makes a man. Masculine. So kind of, yeah, no, no, okay. not not what oh. makes... Just what makes a man, Okay. quote-unquote, in general. And we're going to circle around, so okay. I'm going to answer them. We're going to boomerang back to you if you want to chime in on, you know, what you think makes a man. Okay. So, as far as masculinity goes, I would say that masculinity isn't like masculinity is really just someone's attitude you know mm -hmm. i feel like what makes someone masculine is when they have a attitude that just spews confidence that spews you know that spews strength that spews i know what i'm doing you know i know what has to be done you know, and this is what is going to get done. I feel like when, you know, I feel like that's the difference between someone who's masculine and who's not. I don't feel I like, you know, a lot of people can take masculinity as someone with a beard or someone with, like you said, a very rugged look, which that is. That is very true. That's what masculine means. But me, I feel like things are changing in this current day to where a lot of these a lot of words are being redefined. A lot of terms are being redefined. A lot of, a lot, the, the way we describe things are being redefined every day. You know, if you look at what you define as a rapper, it's totally different than what we defined it as in 1990. You know, you had your Wu Tang back then. Now we have Lil Uzi Verb. Same, we call them the same thing, but they're two different entities. So, masculinity to me is really just an attitude you know it's though it's really the way you carry yourself you you carry yourself in a masculine way you know but if we were to talk about what it is to be a man which can be you know these two questions can be 
one and the same, but I feel like when it comes to what's what what it takes to really be a man, a lot of people have it all wrong. You know, a lot of people think that being able to fight or being being somebody rough who doesn't show emotion, you know, who doesn't show any emotion in the hardest situation or someone who <clears throat> you know goes after a lot of girls you know or you know has the ability to just at the snap of the finger have like a womanizer yeah yeah a womanizer perfect wording for it people tend to think that all these things are what separates a boy from a man you know i feel that being a man just like i said is being a leader you know being someone being someone who even when they're sad can still find strength. You know, that's, I feel a man is someone who goes through adversity, you know, goes through adversity and still comes out on top. All of these things are what really make men. And I feel like with the Gillette commercial, they were saying that all these superficial things like being like fighting, like, you know, roughing up other guys, being a womanizer or, What's the other point that they brought up? Roughing up, being a womanizer, and even things that they didn't necessarily mention in the podcast. Like, I don't even want to say like, but sports in general. You know, like, it's considered if you're not good at a sport, you know, you're not a man. It's, you know, if you can't drive stick shift, you're not a man. There's all, there's all. All these All misconceptions. These different misconceptions and criteria to being a man when really it's something that you just grow into. And believe me, I know that some people just don't grow up. You know, some people just don't grow up to be a man. Some people stay boys for the rest of the life. But I feel that all those superficial things, those those don't make a man. Like I I always say this. Every boy wants to be a man, no matter what. That's why I feel that the definition kind of became skewed. Because you have all these younger boys that want to be a man, you know? I don't care. I don't care where you grew up. Every boy growing up, they wanted to be a man. You know, they wanted to be in that upper echelon of the, of the male gender. And there's a type of prestige to that word. So a lot of males will find any way for that word to apply to. Well, <clears throat> my, my, you know, my fault to cut you off. But uh, beforehand, well, before we really delve into it, let's <clears throat> quick give a synopsis on exactly what is toxic masculinity. You know, because you were right when you said that this is more of a two part answer to what is masculinity. So. Toxic masculinity basically comes from <clears throat> us teaching boys that they can't express emotion. You feel me? That they have to be tough all the time. You know, that anything other than that makes them feminine or weak. You feel me? Or teaching or teaching boys or, or, or young adolescent males that, you know, talking to multiple girls are okay. Or, you know, this is how you're supposed to act. You know, it's these cultural lessons that are so ingrained within our society, you know, that 
ignites this toxic masculinity, you know, and sometimes it's conscious and sometimes it's unconscious. You feel me? So that is a quick rundown on what toxic masculinity is. So like I said before, you feel me, maybe this can make the definition I provided even easier. But anything different from that, um, similar to uh, obviously, well, kind of similar to feminism, uh, which is just, you know, uh, the belief that men and women should both have equality. Uh, just anything different from that that doesn't exactly associate men being feminine when they don't when they do show emotion or you know not not you know don't treat women this way or that way you feel me that i would say is uh masculine well masculinity healthy masculinity anyway um but so for the second part of zay's question he said what makes a man me being me me being a 22 year old man so you know it's very delicate what makes a man now in the 21st century isn't exactly what made a man, what made men back in the 20th century, you feel me, in the 19th century or, and, and uh, what have you, you feel me. Now we live in an era of PC, you know, of gender equality, of the LGBT um, and Q <laughs> sort of society, you feel me. So a lot of things that was frowned upon then isn't frowned upon now ultimately though i feel like what makes a man is strength you know it's um it's strength it's confidence you know it's i guess and i hate saying this i hate saying this because it's an example of i wouldn't go as much as say toxic masculinity but just how our society is um is is made you know but i guess it's these masculine traits that isn't necessarily solely for men you know to be a man you must have it in your head that at some point i'm gonna need to be a protector i feel like that it that solely like and you know i could be wrong please please say uh let me know but i feel like that sort of mindset at some point i'm gonna need to be a protector of something and yes women can be protectors also obviously you know mother and everything but it's different you know in a healthy within a healthy family you know two-parent home you feel me the man is always going to have to be that protector, even if, yes, we are equal. Yes, I'm the mother and you are my child. And, you know, it's it's me and your father. Like within our, you know, souls, we know that when shit hits the fan, you know, we are going to need to handle this. You feel me in a relationship? You feel me? We're going to need to protect that, you know? So I think that sort of mindset, I think. You can say confidence, like I said before, like you, anybody could say, any man could say a whole lot of things. But I think at the end of the day, that sort of thing that you have within you, I think that is what makes a man. My opinion, though, you feel me? I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Um, And I agree. You know, you when you're a man, you have something to protect, you know, you know. 
like a lot of people said, you know, having kids, having kids young can turn you into a man quick because that's when you have to take it upon yourself. You know, there's all these things that can create you a man, but pe- but piecing off of what you said, that is something that I, I 100% agree. Being a man is also about taking it upon yourself. You know, whether or not you believe in a mother and father, a woman and man are equivalent, whether you believe that or not, that's your conscious choice to take it upon yourself to take care of whatever needs to be taken care of in regards to your family. Yeah, uh, my, you know, I know you want to say more, but I just want to quickly get this out before I forget. But also, um, let me just add on. Along with that thought, also an understanding that this society is a patriarchy and that things just like 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 just an understanding that this like you have more benefits within this world of ours than women and that sort of thing even though we want things to change that unfortunately seems as though it may stay the same for a long time you know so just that understanding that yes we do have the benefit along with the thought that yes you know i'm a protector you feel me but you know it's all you um and another thing besides that that i wanted to speak on in the commercial i don't think we touched on it enough um they talked about men disrespecting women as one of the other you know main points of the commercial that men need to stop this was well they implied it yeah Yeah, you know with the implication because there was a scene where there was a board meeting with nine out of ten of the people at the table being men and when the one woman that was there was i guess it was saying her idea or her pitch to everyone else the head of the table kind of corrected her yeah he thought corrected her or rather dismissed what she was saying as a bad idea and whether or not it was a bad idea or not everyone's ideas should be free everyone's ideas should be heard I think you know? I think we should describe that situation because it because it was a very specific kind of situation, you know, like just like you said, it was a board meeting and she voiced her thoughts. Yeah, she voiced her thoughts. And then the head of the board kind of, you know, dismissed her, but dismissed her in a kind of, oh, you don't know what you're saying. He yeah, said, exactly. Yeah, exactly. He said, I think she meant and then went on with most likely, which was his thought, you know, just kind of mm-hmm. like. What you have to say doesn't mean anything. Mm. Yeah, so basically you're saying what what you're saying doesn't mean anything because it didn't align with what we wanted you to say. And that's a very good point, too. I feel that all these points wrapped into one, it really just says that, you know, men have to be better. Like, Like they said, like, what's the best man can be? Oh, and another point I forgot to add to all the things that I was speaking about in regards to what makes a man. I just want to add on this one point, and then me me and John are going to really ask each other a question. So another thing I wanted to add that I don't think me and John touched on was independence. That's another very big part of being a man is being is being independent, but not selfishly independent, if that makes sense. Being independent, but 
being a shoulder for other people to lay on, if that makes sense. So we're going to move into the next part of the podcast. So I'm going to ask John a question right now in regards to the Gillette commercial, something that we're going to be trying out. And we're going to really do reaccounts of our lives to answer the question. So today's question, I'm going to be asking John, when did you realize that what makes a man isn't what the general public really think really thinks makes a man when did you when did you start to understand in yourself what makes a man so this is this is an interesting question to me because coming from a a a boy who was raised by a single mother i never had a man in my life to teach me how to become one you feel me i always had to learn it myself you feel me which is odd because the moment i realized it i guess i guess you can say that so there was two times right the second time is kind of funny but I'm gonna say the first time, right? So it was the moment that I realized that, oh, I don't, hmm. So it was the moment that I realized that I don't have a father in my life, if that makes sense, you know? Um, I realized it when I was like young. I, I was under this impression that, <laughs> that I had just, uh, that I had two dads. <laughs> <laughs> Um, dead. <laughs> so I was underneath that impression. And then when I found out that I actually didn't have no father, um, I was pretty devastated. And I started to bawl and I started to cry. And all my life, just the other boys around me growing up would act a certain way. And we would, just like the Gillette commercial, just like in, you know, let's say sex role classes in college or you know when you research it um we associated crying with being a girl being sissy and everything you feel me um but it was more than that it wasn't just me crying and after the waterworks me looking at myself in the mirror and realizing that i'm still the same boy that i was that that crying didn't make a difference um but it was it was the thought that it was a thought that I didn't I didn't have a protector. Um, well, obviously my mom. Uh, but I didn't have like that, you know, that kind of male role model. And just like you said, there's independence. And just like I said, the the conscious the conscious or the unconscious thought that you are a protector, um, that wasn't there, I guess. Uh it's for those who understand, then thank you. But for those who don't, then, you know, I don't know how else I can kind of simplify that. But it was that moment, right? That was number one. Number two was, so, <laughs> so this is like a double feature. So I had got my nose pierced, you feel me? And I came home and my mom called me gay. So... <laughs> So, so I so I got nose piercing and my mom called me gay, right? So this is funny, right? But 
I also kind of took a deeper look because I'm that person that kind of looks deeper at a lot of things. So I took a deeper look and I was like, this, you know, like I can wear jewelry. I can get my nose piercing. I can dye my hair. I can do things. I can do these things that are, you know, for some reason associated with women and still be a man. You, you feel me? I don't need to, you know, my mom was just an example of what society, you know, of how society views certain things that, you know, um, men do or people do you know and associate that with uh females or you know femininity you know or uh softness and everything you know so it was those two examples that really made me um really made me realize can you yeah that really made me realize that what i think is a man is different from what society may think or however you worded your question hi wait can you repeat can you repeat the wording? Because I don't want to look. That question was type hard. <laughs> that, <laughs> that question, that question was hard okay. for me to word. I don't think you want me to word it again. Okay, bet. But you know, it was those two examples that really, you know, just um, illuminated my uh, views on. Those, those on are everything. interesting. Those are interesting. Um, interesting answers, but for me, um, just a little backstory. <laughs> I grew up with two parents. You know, my parents, my parents, I grew up with divorced parents, but you know, you know, I mingled with my dad. You know, you seen it, you know, you know how you kind of see him. I'm sure a lot of people can relate when their parents are separated. You know, you see your dad, you know, spend the weekends maybe, maybe two weeks in the summer. Um and the way I realized what a man really was. It came from a place of deep thought. Like, this is something that I spent a lot of time thinking about. Like, you know, as far as what what does it take to really be a man? I remember, and and just like in the Gillette commercial, my dad was that guy. Boys will be boys. Yeah, boys <laughs> will be boys. Um, I remember I used to have this... I think it was like a pink or purple hoodie, right? Or, yeah, so basically I used to have a pink or purple hoodie or I would dye my hair or, you know, do 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 whatever extravagant things I like to do. Because I, I was always I was always one that liked to try new things and and really flesh out my ideas you know really you know really just be myself i was always that type of kid like certain things i just didn't like like i didn't like football growing up you know as as as, as much as my parents tried to push me into that sport i just didn't like football i remember i signed up for football and walked off the walked off the field like 20 minutes into it because i was sick of the coach's shit so but coming from there, like I had, I had that dad that you know everything that was wasn't necessarily masculine was quote unquote sissy or, or 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 gay, you know. So, you know, after a while, after a while, you know, I really, I really started to think about it, and I, I started to really look at other people around me that were quote unquote men, and that's when I slowly but surely began to realize that a lot of these people that are men aren't really men you know if that makes sense yeah you're a man you're a man because you're a male and you're older but you're not necessarily a man 
Yeah, you're I, there, you know, there's nothing, there's nothing masculine about you. I feel as though when people learn something, because all those people that you know, let's say you are specifically talking about, th- you don't feel as though they aren't really a man, even though they are men, and that's only because they were a man. They were men in an outdated, now outdated yeah. society. You feel me? So it's like. I w- it isn't a cultural shift. It's more so a uh, like just like a decade shift. You feel mm-hmm. me? Just in ideas and just understandings. Yeah, but to finish to finish it, I realized that you know all the things that I said before in regards to men. I you know I started to realize those things one by one, and what was missing with a lot of the people. Those were the things missing, and a lot of the people that considered their sense men's but i didn't see them as men because you know i can't look at somebody who doesn't take care of their kids and call them and you know and, yeah and exactly i can't look at somebody who doesn't take care of themselves you know who 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 will sit in the house all day and not do anything productive i can't see i can't see someone like that as a quote-unquote man hmm Whoa, you know, whoa, you I wouldn't be like, able to see that person as a productive, you know, person of society either. Yeah, yeah, as, <laughs> yeah. you know, as that too. But I feel like there's a type of, there's a, like I said, there's a type of attitude when you're a man, you know, there's a type yeah. of, I'm going to go get this done. I'm going to take care of what I have to take care of. And I'm going to be independent by any means necessary. Yeah. You know, there, there there's a, there's a hustle to it. There's, you know, there, independence there, you sort know, of thing. You know, there's a drive and women drive and women perfect word can have this drive. You know, other types of people can also have these sorts of drives. It's the same thing me. when you're a woman, you know? Yeah. It's really, it's really, it's really the same thing. We same thing when you're a girl, a, a, a boy to a man is the same thing as a girl to a woman, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's healthy to just be androgynous, you feel me? Which is mm-hmm. basically having characteristics of masculinity and characteristics of femininity, you know? Just a healthy balance, you feel me? So that's ultimately what it is, you know? But we're just speaking specifically mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with, you There's know? nothing wrong with being feminine. Be yourself. Yeah, exactly. There's nothing wrong with crying, bro. <laughs> I teared. <laughs> I bowled out for a few girls in my life. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we, we all been there, done that. It's I'm life, weak. you know. Ad- yeah. Adversity brings about tears, but it's it's about what you do with the tears. Like, you're just going to tear and cry, lay down, and, you know, yeah. lay in a ditch. Or... Yeah, exactly how Danny had you. Um, But... <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yo. All right. But yeah, um, I guess to s- summarize everything, uh, I think the Gillette commercial, because I don't think I said like my own views about it, but I think that commercial was dope. It was a uh, it was a positive thing. Yeah, I love that commercial. A lot of people were well, you know, there was several issues with the commercial. One of the issues that I thought was interesting was, um, I guess people, white males, if I were to specify, had a problem with them. I guess seeing. Uh, I guess the, the Gillette ad demonizing white males and, you know, praising the black males within the commercial because it was only white males that was treating women bad and just showcasing toxic masculinity. And it was black males, I guess, being the saviors in that scenario. I don't agree. Um, 
Yeah, uh, I don't agree. But hey, to each their own. And just like with the Nike commercial with Colin Kaepernick, niggas is going to be mad. People are going to, you know, show the most foolish sides of themselves. You know, but I'm Young Truth. And this is Zay. And this was What's the issue yeah. number 14 yeah thank that was bad time for watching thank you very much uh thank you for watching okay. well listening 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 we don't listening, have listening listening listening